Welcome to the Broadcast Dialogue podcast, the show all about the media industry in Canada. Hi, I'm Matt Kundle from the Sundoff Media Company, co-producers of this year's Canadian Radio Awards along with Broadcast Dialogue. Connie Teeson and myself were joined by jurors J.C. Douglas and Kat Carter to reveal the 2023 Canadian Radio Award winners. The reveal was streamed to social pages for both the Sound Off Media Company and Broadcast Dialogue, so if you would like to watch what you're about to hear, there's always that. Thanks to everyone who entered, a full list of winners is available now at broadcastdialogue.com. Now, the next voice you'll hear is Connie Teeson's. We are going to get underway here. If you have not yet, go to canadianradioawards.com and check out this year's winners. Uh, we're going to get started because we have some morning shows who are trying to get out the door, including our major market on-air team of the year. Should we bring them in uh, without any further delay? Ryder and Lisa from Harvard Media's Play 107 in Edmonton. Congratulations. Thank you. We're just finding this out. What? <laughs> I feel so bad because it sounds like I just bail after our show, but I promise I'm going to the Christmas Bureau. I'm not just leaving <laughs> to go home and have a nap. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, so do you do you want to both introduce yourselves for people outside the market and uh, and talk about how long you've been together as a team and what you're all about? Sure. So um, I've been the only morning show host here on 107 in Edmonton, formerly Hot 107, now Play 107. And uh, that's been coming up on 12 years and found Lisa on Twitter roughly a decade ago and uh, started bringing her in for just segments every once in a while. And uh, she really resonated with the the female audience specifically, which was an area I was struggling with <laughs> uh, growing up with brothers and um, didn't know, didn't necessarily know all that much about that demo. Uh, and I, I needed to. So Lisa came in and has just been killing it ever since. Yeah. I like to say, um, my, whenever people ask for advice, I say, just keep being annoying. Cause I just kept showing up and then eventually they had to start paying me. So I'm coming up on 10 years full time here myself started out on the street team and yeah, it's been fun. And I remember the first time I walked into the studio with Ryder, I said, What's your favorite part of this job? He said, my goal every day is just to make one person smile. That's the goal. And I've been using that as uh, the motivation to try our best to put on a good, fun, uplifting show. And it's it's been awesome. So this is amazing. We're so happy. Thank you for the I, honor. I like to set the bar low. All we got to do is make one person just smile. One. And then every day feels like a win. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to tell you, this is one of the most competitive categories. And we had a huge number of entries. So this, this is really like a hard fought uh, honor. Um, if, if there was any, any doubt, um, cause you know, you beat out a lot of other, uh, you know, huge talent. Uh, we have a lot of awards actually in the Edmonton market this year. Um, should we bring in, let's bring in uh cat Carter and some of the other people in the waiting room. Um, Hi, Kat. Kat was on our jury. If uh, Kat Carter, a.k.a. the radio nerd. Do you want to introduce yourself, Kat? Sure. Hi, uh, I'm Kat Carter, also known as the radio nerds. 
And I spent a decade in the Canadian radio industry. Uh, now I do full-time voice work, but I also started a page called The Radio Nerd in 2019, which just connects radio people around the world and uh, we get to kind of nerd out together. So that's who I am. So Kat was one of our six jurors this year. Um, I, I guess, Kat, why, why do you think there was so much talent that did so well this year from Edmonton? I don't know, but it was really nice to see. It really was. I think um, there were a lot of submissions that we saw that kind of stuck to what we want to see in radio and what we want to hear in radio, which is fun and, and talent and local and just excitement and bringing that to the air. And so it was just great to see all those amazing submissions this year. And uh, hopefully we can just keep up the, the local content and talents and just uh, keep the radio industry moving forward here in Canada. So writer Lisa, I know you have super loyal listeners. Do you want to talk about your listener base? Yeah, sure. Uh, it's been just with the opportunity that we've had to be here for as many years as we have. Uh, it's just truly grown into a lot of friendships on the text line. And there's so many different ways you can connect with uh, the audience now, social media. Uh, like I said, the text line, people calling in, which is less and less for people calling in <laughs> and other ways that they're connecting. But uh, it's great. Yeah, we just feel like we've got a, a really great community that uh, support the show when we go to events and whatnot and we're uh, we're live and we ask people to come down and join us they sh they show up and uh we couldn't be more happy to have them yeah and sometimes we'll show up if they invite us to their birthday or their party we we're there i'm like if there's a snack platter i'm yeah, in yeah we got accidentally invited to a birthday party this yeah i got a direct <laughs> message on instagram and then she wrote me again oh my gosh i'm a big fan of your show but i didn't mean to send that to you i was like we'll be there yeah we're showing she up she gave me all the details <laughs> and the address so <laughs> Did you have something you wanted to add, Matt? Yeah, I wanted to ask. Uh, we mentioned a lot of winners from Edmonton. Can you talk about how competitive the market is and what you go up against every day? Yeah, I mean, I think per capita, it's the most competitive market in North America, and it definitely feels that way. Mm -hmm. um, if we're not on top of our game, if if something big is happening in the city, we know we got to be on it um, quick and do it well because we know that there's other, not just morning shows, but just a plethora of hosts in the city that, I take a lot of pride in the fact that we're making local radio and, and do a smash up job with their social media presence and whatnot too. So yeah, it, it truly feels super competitive every day, which is one of the reasons uh, I chose this career is I I'm far too competitive, even in, uh, even <laughs> recreational in recreational sports, rec sports, I still hurt myself Gosh. on a regular basis. So. Outstanding. Um, I know there's some people in Halifax might, Sometimes also say that it's quite competitive down there, too, for the size and the population that they have. But yeah. I've always sort of thought that Edmonton and, and Halifax were the two markets in Canada where it was always and always uh, competitive. Yeah, absolutely. Well, congratulations, Ryder and Lisa. We'll let you get to the Christmas Bureau. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us and congratulations. Yeah, thank you thank very you much. Thank you so much. It means a lot. Cheers. All right. And Connie, by the way, if you uh, can see over in the chat, um, the people who are waiting in the wings, I'm just sticking them over in the chat. Chat is over on the okay, right hand yeah. side. Let's let's let in uh, JC Douglas, uh, who's another one of our six jurors. We were just talking uh, about Halifax and look at that. Uh, <laughs> do you want to introduce yourself, JC? JC Douglas, longtime Halifax broadcaster. Uh, 
27 years at Q104, uh, six years on the morning show at C100, and uh, uh, most recently doing afternoons on a network of stations uh, from uh, St. John to Sydney uh, in Halifax and Moncton as well. Uh, so still involved in radio and still loving it. Uh, I want to let Al Ford in here um, from Roger Sports and Media because I know Al's time is tight. So uh, in, in terms of a breakdown of awards this year, Rogers won 12. Most of the other radio groups, it's actually a little a little more even this year. Rogers won 17 last year, but most of the other radio groups picked up, you know, three or four awards apiece. Um, we had some just excellent high quality submissions from Roger sports and media this year, especially in the talent categories where you really dominated. What's going on, Al? What's going on? Well, first off, uh, thank you for all that you guys do to support our industry and uh, awards like this um, just really showcase a lot of hard work by a lot of people. It's not just Roger sports and media. Uh, the Canadian media landscape and radio in general is uh, is super talented. Um, everyone does their best to program as strong as they can. Um, it is competitive, and uh, you know we really value talent. That's one of the things that we're we're most proud of, um, as I'm sure all the other companies are as well. Um, we just try to foster innovation. We try to foster creativity, um, and all at the same time trying to to battle a, uh, an ever-changing media landscape. Um, I can't say there's any secret sauce other than I think passion is number one. Um, uh, there's a desire to win. There's a desire to compete and, uh, and have fun and entertain all at the same time. That's really what we're in the business of doing, and that's what we try to, uh, to excel at. So those are some of the reasons I think we, uh, we've got a good roster of folks on the, uh, on the air and on the programming team and so on. So we just had a conversation about the Edmonton market because there's a couple really high profile categories. Yeah. Uh, uh, one is Lauren Hunter from Sonic, who is hopefully going to be joining us here. And the other is Katie Standers, who won music director of the year for Kiss Edmonton. Do you want to do you want to talk about what's going on in Edmonton and, uh, you know, all, all of the talent uh, coming out of that market? Yeah, well, I think Matt said it well, you know, for the for the size of the market, it's uh, it's always been an extremely competitive environment. The thing I do love about Edmonton is that everyone pushes everyone else uh, to be better and to do better. But um, whenever we meet each other out on the street or in events, it's a it's a very friendly, competitive nature. There's not a lot of animosity between what we do here in this city, which I think speaks volumes to the radio community and the broadcast community. We really try to support each other. Um, people come to Edmonton because they know that there is this, uh, this land of talent and really strong radio stations, heritage stations like the bear, you know, we've got kiss. There's just so many different variations. Now radio, you cannot uh, talk about Edmonton with, without mentioning them and what they do. And they've certainly raised the competitive bar within not only our city, but within Canada as well. Uh, so everyone just pushes everyone to do better and it's not in a vindictive way. It's in a, it's in a creative and professional way. So I think that's part of it. It's a great place to live. It's an affordable place to live. And once you come here, there's a lot of people that there's no reason to leave because we pay well, we play well and we do well. Do we have anyone waiting in the green room, Matt? We do not. 
We 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 do. That is that is incorrect, actually. <laughs> Lauren Hunter is here. Lauren Hunter, hi, major market solo host of the year. Another hugely competitive category. Congratulations, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, this award. This is incredible. Uh, as you know, I am a super fan. I I uh, I was so happy to see that you won this year. Um, in fact, I have fangirled on our own podcast about you with Jenny West, who was the young broadcaster of the year. Um, Al, do you want to, do you want to talk about Lauren and what a gem she is? Cause I, I think she's just such a talent. Yeah. I mean, Lauren is a beast. Um, she's a beast on air. She's a beast online. And, um, you know, in this day and age, uh, that's really the, uh, the multifaceted broadcaster is to uh, have the ability to not only create great audio and uh, audio that can stretch not only across the radio, but onto other mediums and platforms as well. And then just, man, she's got an incredible knack for finding the weird and wonderful and and turning the weird and wonderful into great and entertaining, engaging stories, again, not only on air, but also online. Reliable, dedicated to the T, and uh, I have nothing but great things to say about Lauren. She's been with us for uh, for quite a few years now, and yeah, and it's it's been great to see her grow and learn and continue to get better, and uh, yeah, congrats, well earned. Do you want to talk about allowing all that authenticity to come through Lauren. Yeah. I mean, I think we're in the business of emotionally resonating with people and that's what I try and do. You know, obviously we sort of operate in the, we're trying to resonate with a happy emotion or joyful or humor, but um, that's what I set out to do when I uh, do a campaign on social media or just on air online. Um, you know, you want to be vulnerable with your audience every now and then too, but definitely I try and go after, you know, the humor and the happy reactions for people. And Logic is proud to announce the winner of the Canadian Radio Awards Station of the Year Major Market. And the winner is 94.5 Virgin Radio CFBT Bell Media Vancouver. Congratulations team. Well done. Yeah, we have another winner in the green room, Katie Sanders, Music Director of the Year, Major Market. Hi, Katie. Katie, Hi. do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, yeah, for sure. My name is Katie Sanders. I work at KISS 91.7 as the Music Director. I'm a host. I also host a national show called YouTube Hits, where I get to feature emerging artists every single week. So, um, yeah, really happy to be here. Thank you. I am shocked to have won and even just to be hanging out with you guys. <laughs> Well, you were a runner-up last year, and you're also you're a, a second-generation broadcaster. Uh, do you want to talk about that, Katie? Yeah, my uh, my auntie is Tamara Stanners. Um, she was the program director of The Peak in Vancouver for many, many years. Um, she worked in radio and television for, uh, I don't even know, two decades, three decades? A long time. So she's been in the industry for a very long time. Yes, and a past juror of uh, the Canadian Radio Awards. Wow. Uh, so, Katie, another another hugely competitive uh, category, as I mentioned. Uh, do you want to do you want to talk about uh, you know operating in in 
not only a competitive market, but a competitive environment. Yeah, um, totally. I think that working in Edmonton, it's such a competitive market. So I feel like you have to up your game as I drive around and listening. And I'm like, oh, that was a good song on this station at that time. And I'm like constantly flipping back and forth seeing who won today? Who's winning the song right now? So it's competitive, but it's super fun. We live in um, such a wonderful city that it's you can't help but try to raise the bar listening to all the stations here in Edmonton. Uh, do we have anyone else in the green room, Matt, right now? Not just yet, but I figured that if we get two more people in here, we can have a Brady Bunch scenario. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think we will, uh, I actually, JC, let's go to you. Um, do you want to talk about your overall thoughts, uh, about this year's, Uh, submissions because we did have a lot. It was a lot of heavy lifting by our (laughs) jury, a lot of heavy lifting. Uh, Do you want to, do you want to talk about your overall thoughts? Sure. It it was really enjoyable though. There were, there was a lot and I wanted to make sure that I didn't give anybody short shrift. So it it took some time, but it was the first time in so long I'd listened to so many varied markets and varied kinds of radio. And I really enjoyed listening to it. I'll say for sure that the talent in the major markets is still as good as talent has ever been anywhere in the world on the radio. That's great to see. What I found that blew my mind this time was how the medium and even the small markets, their creativity, their imaginativeness that went into things like promotions particularly was stunning to me and how I found the majors were a little bit uh, suffering from a little bit of generic, you know, promotional activity. Uh, I know there were some entries that um, were along the lines of uh, national contests where it was a uh, uh, send in a, uh, a password of the hour to, to qualify, that kind of thing. And I was thinking, man, you know, a few years ago, you wouldn't have seen that kind of, uh, of activity landing so high in a national uh, uh, award show. But the small markets I found were just like local as local can be, incredibly imaginative and really funny stuff too that related so well to their core audience. I thought, man, good on them. They are doing it the way radio is supposed to be doing it. Um, Great talent in the majors. I think they could step up the game promotionally and start making a mark again, start, start, um, uh, doing stuff that really gets noticed stands apart from the rest. Do you, what, what do you think hearing that Al? Um, yeah, I, I, I think that's valid. There are, I mean, when it comes to national promotions and so on, that's obviously, uh, uh, something that's crept into our industry over the last few years and given sort of budget restraints, it's not an excuse. It's the reality of the situation. Um, we have more than sometimes more than one station to, to look after at the same time. Uh, I think if the uh, the smaller markets and even the major markets, I think there's still some there's a lot of good creativity on the local level. Um, but, yeah, it's a good call out. It is a good call out for sure. Uh, I think we're going to say goodbye to uh, our talent from Rogers, Lauren and Katie. Congratulations again. And Al, I know you have places to be, uh, but thank you so much for joining us. 
Yeah, and I would just like to again say congratulations to uh, to everyone who won today, and uh, and also to everyone in the Canadian uh, you know broadcast industry. You guys continue to do guys, girls, everybody continues to do an amazing job. The Canadian radio landscape uh, always turns out amazing talent. So keep doing what you do, and thank you guys for recognizing everyone. We really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, and congratulations again. And thanks, Christian. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, my name is Dave Chachi Dennis, and I'm the president of Benstown. And I'm very proud to announce the winner of the 2023 Canadian Radio Award for Imaging Production Large Market. And the winner is celebrating 50 years of hip hop, Vibe 105, CHRY Toronto. Congratulations, everyone. Okay, uh, we are going to bring in Devin Bellinger uh, from True North FM in Yellowknife and Robin Ram, who is the cluster manager uh, on the West Coast, but also responsible for the North uh, for Vista Radio. Uh, they won the Community Service Award for uh, their Northwest Territories Wildfire Initiative. Uh, who wants to start? Um, I, I feel like maybe we should start with Devin. Uh, do you want to first? Why don't you introduce uh, yourself and tell us a little bit, bit about True North FM? <laughs> Yeah, thank you for having me and uh, thank you for this as well. I wanted to, um, you know, my time at True North FM, I joined up with the Vista team about two years ago. Uh, In that time, we've had quite the adventure when it comes to uh, the station here, Uh, especially this past summer. I know the uh, wildfires right across the entire country kind of brought uh, it down on a bit of a downer type of note, but uh, we were able to um, really um, bring our community together afterwards. But uh, with that, um, it's been such uh, it's been such a ride here. I mean, we've gotten so many uh, positive returns from it. Uh, we've uh, connected in with community members that we weren't connected with before, uh, being able to uh, connect with them and do so much more. Do you want to take us back to this summer and talk about, uh, you know, your your evacuation and keeping the station on air from uh, from afar remotely? Yeah, it was something, you know, you'd never want to go through, really. And um, when you have to evacuate 22,000 people out of the capital city of the Northwest Territories, communication has been a very important piece in that. Um, I know I was, uh, I made sure that my team was safely escorted uh, out of town and got to Grand Prairie, where we were able to uh, broadcast from, from our sister station there. And uh, with that, it just took uh, about 72 hours to get us set up properly with our connections to be able to uh, still work remotely with our team uh, while working uh, in Alberta. So it's uh, it was certainly, um, it was a scary situation because uh, we came from, you know, being told, well, there's nothing really to worry about, everything's going to be okay, to uh, 
two weeks later being told to pack our bags and get ready to head out of town. So for us, what we were able to do with this is we were able to still connect with the um, people who stayed behind to make sure, uh, whether that was the RCMP, the military, um, volunteers with uh, many uh, local organizations who were uh, essential. But it really brought into perspective uh, how real this can uh, get out of, out of control so quickly for so being able to connect not only um, locally here with terrestrial radio broadcast signals, but also connecting the information to people who have been evacuated, uh, people who were sent all over the southern provinces, uh, being able to connect with them online was absolutely key. And unfortunately for us, the worst part was uh, our Facebook access, where we had a lot of direct connection to our listeners, got revoked less than a week before we got evacuated so it made it a little more difficult but um, again we were happy to uh, stay connected with our listeners make sure that they were updated make sure that uh, any of the volunteers the staff um, any of the uh, military personnel were also being up to date with our local broadcast signals as well uh, Robin, uh, you know it it's no secret it's a challenging time for the business. But do you want to talk as cluster manager about, you know, navigating, evacuating a station in, in you know, the middle of, uh, of, of a challenging year? Yeah, a lot of that was credited to Scott Armstrong and, and to Devin and the team were there, right? I mean, Devin hung on till the bitter end, literally was dragged out of Yellowknife at, at the end there. Um, one, one of the last people to be evacuated. So they hung in and did a tremendous job. Um, but coming back in, into the environment, you know, we looked at how can we help, how can we support the community? So we, we, we came up with the Recover Together program, basically welcome everybody back, welcoming, welcoming everybody back home. So right. we put out a program to everyone where we offered free advertising with, with no charge, no commitments, no contracts through the end of the year, um, providing listings on our website covering all the production designs, all the kinds of stuff, website access as well, um, to help them recover. And we're going to extend that into the new year, um, going into the first three months at least, um, with a 50% rate. And you all know at these economic times what that means to financial bottom lines. But we're doing our best part to help, to help the community recover. We've been there for a long time. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> so we're, we're trying to do our part to contribute. And Devin, is there a sense that that you know is there a sense of recovery in the northwest territories i think you know we're starting to see a change into the positive uh when we first got back there were a lot of people because um we had people who've been out of homes for six weeks uh a little and longer than that so the problem is that six weeks that People aren't at their jobs they're not making their incomes they're not being able to pay bills and when you come back well, the checks aren't going to be there for you. So we wanted to be able to connect in with those communities and show any support we could. Uh, we just recently finished our um, 18th annual Stuff the Bus program to support the local food banks here in town as well. And a lot of the organizations were saying that um, after coming back from the fire, there were so many people who didn't have enough um, in their savings or uh when they came back to really be able to feed themselves or their family. So food bank usage went up over 50% since uh, they returned. And that ended up meaning that 
food banks needed more support. A lot of donations were needed from the community and a lot of people were starting to really uh, hurt financially from it. So we're, we're starting to see some improvement, but a lot of it is going to take a little more time than expected. You'd think you'd only be gone for a month, a month and a half. You wouldn't be missing much, but it really takes a toll not only on the, um, the financial market, but also on the community as well and their bottom lines. We should note that True FM also won uh, a commercial award as well, uh, voiced by Scott Armstrong and Michelle Somerville from within the Vista family. So congratulations. We are going to say goodbye to Robin and Devin. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Lori Knapp, CEO at Music Master Scheduling, and we are so proud to announce this year's winner of the Canadian Radio Award for Music Director Major Market. And this year's winner is Katie Stanners from 91.7 CHBN, Rogers Sports and Media, Edmonton. Congratulations, Katie, from everyone here at Music Master. And we're going to bring in Larry McInnes from, Thank you very much. Thank uh, from the Pro Bono Group. Do you want to introduce yourself? For those who don't know, Larry's just an absolute legend. Um, <laughs> do you want to introduce yourself and talk a little bit about what the Pro Bono Group is all about? Well, hi, everybody, and uh, thank you for having me on. It's, uh, I'm, my partner in the Pro Bono Group is Mike Ockamore. He was also my uh, partner at Chum Radio, where I was the uh, creative director for 40 years and um, we started the Pro Bono Group about 20 years ago with Terry O'Reilly, Mike Tennant, uh, Mike Ockhamore, and myself, because we wanted to a chance to work together because Terry uh, O'Reilly was a, uh, uh, we were kind of a mutual admiration society with Terry. And, and, um, and so we started doing uh, great work for the uh, Stephen Lewis Foundation, Canadian Red Cross, Amnesty International, and, uh, what I love about the pro bono group is it's pro bono right bottom to top. Nobody gets paid for anything. The radio stations, hundreds of radio stations across Canada run our ads. Um, and uh, we have tremendous cooperation. Wanted Sound and Picture in Toronto it produces all our ads, no charge. They don't charge for studio time. They don't charge for engineering. They don't charge for casting, none of that. So we're really lucky that we have, hey, when you're in the business... <laughs> As long as I have been, you know a lot of people. Mike and I know a lot of people across the country. We have a lot of contacts. So we make use of those contacts to reach out to people all the time. And um, they're all on board. The food bank campaign was one we're really proud of. And we also um, wanted to acknowledge, of course, the work that Ron James did for us for uh, the Canadian Red Cross for uh, Hurricane Fiona relief. Uh, and uh, while Hurricane Fiona was raging in the Maritimes, I'm from Cape Breton, so it it really hit close to home for me. Um, while that storm was raging and we were seeing all those horrendous images on television, um, on the Sunday night, Mike called me and said, we have to do something. And I said, I was just coming to the phone to call you. I'm going to call uh, Ron. Ron and I are both from Cape Breton. We're good pals. So I uh, got in touch with Ron that night. He responded right away. And, and within a couple of days, we were in the studio. and. Um, so we just really love uh, the connection that the pro bono group gives us with all the people uh, in the business across the country. And we really so appreciate all the pro bono work that everybody does, all the performers, everybody, uh, nobody charges anything. And, and it's very gratifying 
um, to see the response that we get. Um, right now, we're doing a campaign for the Canadian Lions to end homelessness. As many stations who ran the food bank PSAs are running the uh, Canadian Lions to end homelessness PSAs. And uh, next, in the new year, we'll be rolling out a campaign in Ontario for Feed Ontario. Feed Ontario heard our food bank PSAs and contacted us and wanted to know if we would do something uh, for them. And so we've done a radio campaign and we're working on a TV campaign as well for Feed Ontario. And again, it's all pro bono, uh, uh, top to bottom. It's at the bottom of the screen, but Pro Bono actually won four awards. One for Ron James' performance in in uh, the Hurricane Fiona commercial, Best Performance in a Commercial. Uh, you won the Sound of Success Award, which recognizes, uh, you know, a, a successful radio campaign. And uh, the Community Service Initiative Award Major Market. And you won Best Commercial Major Market. Wow. Congratulations. Um, do you want to talk about the measurable success? Uh, is, my, is Mike Ockermore in the waiting room by any chance? He was supposed to log in. He is Mike, not. Oh, that's too bad. Mike does a lot of the legwork on that. Uh, the measure we had, uh, we had, we reached out to every major uh, broadcasting corporate company in Canada and all signed on to run the ads on all their stations. We, uh, campus radio stations are running them. Terry O'Reilly is running the, was running the ads in every one of his apostrophe podcasts. Um, and we had tremendous feedback. We had people, I, Durham radio, where I do a little bit of, uh, I'm a consultant to Durham radio here in the Oshawa area. Durham radio had people actually calling, requesting to hear the commercials and, and a lot of, and, and I'd only know locally, um, the feedback from Oshawa and that area was that the food bank, um, Food bank donations were up. Our goal with the campaign was not only to encourage um, food bank donations, but to remove the stigma of food bank usage. It was a double-barreled um, strategy we had, and that's why a visit the food bank near you to help and be helped was our tagline. Uh, we, we thought it was very important to let people know that it was okay to use a food bank. There's no shame in that. That And part of our campaign, and one of the reasons I think it resonated, was um, – was we we depicted food bank usage from every every level of of the community, and uh, I think it I think that was very effective. And Mike is in here now. Oh, hi, Mike. Hi, Larry. Sorry, my yeah. apologies for uh, being late. I thought I had uh, everything set up, and then I couldn't get in. So late that. late as usual. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Mike. Uh, do you want to? Larry was just talking about. Uh, you know the the measurable results of of these pro bono campaigns. Do you want to talk about the success behind uh, some of the campaigns that you've done? Yeah, you know, I think um, I know we've heard uh, you know great results from the people, the different organizations we've helped out. And I think the big difference with this uh, getting the support across the country, like Larry and I, when we set out with with this with Terry and Mike, we didn't want to be doing. PSAs that ran on two or three stations and ran to the all-night shows. Um, so to get the support from radio stations right across the country, we know we've got literally hundreds of stations because we have some of the, the major broadcasters have been promising to air the PSAs on every single station, English language station in the country. So we know it's getting, um, getting heard and, and we're hearing them in daytime spots. We're hearing them in morning show occasions and um 
and I don't know whether Larry mentioned there's a current campaign this you know, since the uh, the food bank one that we've just done that hit the air about six weeks ago, I guess now for um, concerning homelessness is for the Canadian Alliance to End Homelessness. And we asked them for just kind of an update because we know the ads are, are airing on stations across the country. And they told us that um, they're getting incredible response because what we're doing is sending people to their website to take a quiz on kind of your assumptions on, on homelessness. And they've had a huge um, increase in, in people doing that. So that they're absolutely thrilled. And it's just the start of the campaign. We're hoping to air this right through into the new year and into spring, if possible, if stations can continue to support it. I feel like the pro bono group is a real good news story, you know, for radio at a time when we need good news stories for radio. Well, you know what's nice? I think people, Larry and I were talking about this, when, you know, with all the things happening in the world, I think when you know, disasters strike, it's, you know, hurricanes or if it's a war or if it's a crisis with, um, you know, homelessness or, or food banks, I think people's natural um, thing is that they, they want to do something, they want to help. And um, we've really seen that with the radio community because, you know, we may kind of get the ball rolling on a, on a project, but the way the radio community jumps in to support this from um, the talent uh, to uh, the studio, we get Wanted. I don't know whether, Larry, you've mentioned Wanted probably. Um, you know, they've been giving us um, just about any kind of studio time that we want to uh, produce the, the PSAs, which is incredible. I'd like, to thank, I'd like to thank Actor as well for their support. That's always that's right. important. Yeah, Actor, that's right. That's right. And uh, Rossi Ayers at BC Productions, she's just wonderful to help out. And then, um, and then, of course, then we hand it off to the radio stations. And, and you know, Larry and I use our, our contacts and, and just kind of people we know in radio to make that initial um, request. And it's unbelievable how, um, how the stations have supported the campaigns. So it just, uh, it just says a lot about radio and about uh, the people involved. Yeah, and the jury was pretty uh, unanimous in its uh, support for the pro bono, uh, for the pro 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 bono group submissions. Um, do you have any, do you have any thoughts, uh, JC or Kat on, on our community service uh, winners? Well, you, know, you know what? I, I, oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, thank you. So I just wanted to, to thank you for putting out a PSA like that because I'm somebody who's had to use food banks in the past and there was shame attached and there was that stigma. So to bring an ad like that, it really resonated with me. And I, yeah, I just wanted to thank you guys for doing this and putting that out there because there are so many people who need our help right now. So to have all these radio stations come together and support this is just incredible. So I love what you've done. Thank you so much. Thank you to the jury for uh, recognizing the work. It's a team, like we consider the pro bono group is this not Mike and I, we, the pro bono group is everybody, every radio station, every uh, uh, casting agent, every engineer, every studio that works with us and becomes a member, honorary or otherwise, of the pro bono group. So at this point, it's a large, large group of people who are doing this work, uh, and we're going to continue to do it for the foreseeable future. I was absolutely knocked out by the stuff from uh, from pro bono group. I had no idea that Mike and... Uh, Larry were involved, but I should have known. I, they're the kind of guys who would do exactly that. I can speak from personal experience, as I'm sure Larry knows, and I'm not sure Mike would remember. Uh, almost 40 years ago, they showed me great generosity uh, in the beginning of my career uh, when I was on a, uh, 
a work uh, internship at Chum and the time that they gave to a young broadcaster who knew nothing they even aired a couple of promos that I wrote so <laughs> and, and I know that only Bob McGee and uh, Al Campanola made those worth airing but uh, these guys have been giving their generous help to the radio industry for for half a century now plus and uh, and I thank them for everything they've done for radio in Canada well thank you so much thanks JC Thanks, Kat. Yeah. But by the way, the one you mentioned, thanks for talking about um, you having to visit a food bank, because one of the ads that's called Heart, that's in that series of, of ads, is built exactly around that, because we found out in our um, research that there are so many people, for the first time, they'd be visiting a food bank, and they'd literally sit outside. They, they didn't have the you know the heart to, to go inside. And a lot of times, they turn around and go home instead of even getting the food that they, they needed. So... That stigma was just uh, was brutal for people. So it's important. Congratulations again. Well-deserved. Uh, anyone have any closing thoughts before we wrap this up? I don't think so. <laughs> I, just want, I just want, if there are radio stations uh, uh, listening to us who haven't uh, aired our pro bono work and i know there there aren't many but please uh, keep an eye open uh for our future um uh, solicitations of uh of your airtime so we would really appreciate it larry i might also uh, throw in podcast networks as well so i've got yes. one so i'm going to be reaching out to you oh thank you like i said i said earlier terry o'reilly's apostrophe company runs our our uh, pro bono work on all of his podcasts and that's been very uh, very effective for us yeah, and if if uh, do you want to do you want to give out the email, Larry? I don't know that you did. Mike will do that, won't you, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Let me. Um, yeah, we've got. Um, hold on, where's that one that we have? We've got uh, the pro bono group at gmail dot com. Uh, so it's the the it, pro bono group at gmail dot com. I wrote a feature story on the program pro bono group earlier uh this fall and so i will re-social that uh so that people can uh learn more about what you do but uh thanks for joining us and uh again congratulations thank you and thanks again connie for that article by the way we got a lot of uh, response because of that article um so thank you for that that's great to hear uh i think we're gonna wrap this up um so if you have not yet, go check out the winners and the runners up at CanadianRadioAwards.com. Uh, you know, landing in the runner up spot is, uh, is a good place to be um, in, in what were some extremely competitive uh, categories this year. So. Uh, you should feel good about that if you see your name in the runner-ups uh, spot. Um, I think that's it for this year. Um, a huge thanks to James Wallace, who does all of the back-end admin and digital work on this, which was absolutely um, huge this year because we had uh, between 450 and 500 submissions, which is about 150 more than uh, we usually get. So, you know, it speaks to um, 
I think the success of these awards, uh, which were the brainchild of our publisher, Sean Smith, who was unable to join us uh, today. But um, thanks to everybody involved and our sponsors. Well, speaking of which, I got some videos to play, Connie, from the sponsors with some announcements of some of the categories they sponsored. Okay, we'll say goodbye uh, to everyone then. Uh, Thanks so much for your heavy lifting jurors. Uh, We have to thank as well Nails Mahoney, on-air coach, uh, Trina Bandman, and Jack Zerwin, who were other jurors in addition to Matt, who also deftly handles... Uh, this live stream. Which will be turned into a podcast and put out probably on the broadcast dialogue stream. So I've just committed you to that, Connie. Okay. It will, it will happen. Well, Connie, we made it to the end. We did. I'm going to mention the other award sponsors, uh, David K, V Creative, Community Radio Fund of Canada, HippieNet, Validate, HD Radio, Momentum Media Networks, and Momentum Marketing, our parent company. Uh, Our supporters from the radio groups, Rogers Sports and Media, iHeartRadio, Stingray, Chorus, Patterson, Vista Radio, Harvard Media, and Acadia Broadcasting, and our 2023 supporters, RCS Sound Software, Burley, Target Broadcast Sales, Air, and the Sound Off Podcast. Thanks so much, Connie. You did such a great job this year. I'm sorry I couldn't carry it a little bit more for you, but, you know. Oh, yes. Matt has COVID. Matt has COVID. Uh, Thank you for being a trooper, uh, Matt, uh, under the circumstances. And uh, uh, we look forward to your submissions in 2024. Again, head to Radio uh, Canadian Radio Awards.com. Thanks for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcasts wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.